Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Charles Kendall. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Once you do, you're going to get access to a bonus Patreon podcast that is exclusive to patrons. I just posted a brand new episode this morning all about uh, the hype and rage surrounding BlizzCon 2018. So if uh, you want to hear my thoughts about uh, Warcraft 3, uh, Diablo, Immortal, and other things that, that were announced at uh, at BlizzCon this year, make sure you head over to patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Well, I've got some bad news. Mario uh, Mario Sigali, who, if you don't know who that is, you probably wouldn't be blamed. Uh, but he is actually a the landlord who owned the the spaces that Nintendo was renting way back in the day when they were uh, when they were starting out by bringing their stuff to America. You know, they had a they had a warehouse with a bunch of Donkey Kong machines in it, and they were trying to sell those. Uh, or and, and uh, he kind of gave them a break a couple times on the rent. And you know, the story's been told a, t- a couple of different times, uh, but basically, the way that I read it in um, the Ultimate History of Video Games, which is a fantastic book, that if you haven't already checked out you absolutely should i'm trying to find uh the i think it's stephen kent it could be the name of the person yeah it's by stephen l kent i'm i'm, I'm uh, reading i'm reading it in uh, audible i've got like an hour and a half left to finish the entire book um mario sigali was their landlord and he was pretty cool about them being late on rent a couple times and um in honor of that, one of the people who worked in that warehouse, they were trying to come up with a name for uh, Nintendo's new mascot, basically, which was Jumpman at the time. And they decided to call him Mario after Mario Sigali. Uh, Mario Sigali didn't really like this. He, he, he didn't like the the notoriety that came along with it. He, he really would prefer that people remember him for the work that he did uh developing office buildings and um you know construction and stuff like that he didn't want to be known as the guy who mario was named after but he passed away uh recently he was 84 years old um but it's it's a shame and that he was taken away from his family uh but i i know that there's a lot of people out there who, whether Mr. Sigali liked it or not, a lot of people um, were, what's the word I want to look for here? Envious? Not envious. Um, they, they looked on him with a, a degree of respect because uh, a character that they love dearly is named after him. And I think that that's a pretty cool legacy to leave behind. Uh but he's 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 gone now, and uh, that is a shame. When Nintendo first showed off the Nintendo Switch, 
uh, back in October of 2016, over two years ago now, um, they they only they really were focused on gaming. And then fast forward to January 2017 when they had their uh, event where they unveiled the price and showed more about it and showed some games that were coming to the N- Nintendo Switch again. They really were focusing on video games as the 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 reason that this device exists. And a lot of people have been asking for quite a long time now, when are we going to start getting things on our Switch that are not video games? Uh, more specifically, things like Netflix, things like Hulu, things like... Um, uh, YouTube. And I I've personally, for me, I've been of the opinion that I don't really care if those things ever come to the switch because I've got a lot of screens in my life. I'm sitting at, in my, uh, recording studio, I'm using air quotes for that. Um, sitting in my little office, which we, uh, affectionately call the nerd nest. I look around and I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight screens in this room with me. Now, some of them are little tiny screens, like the little thermometer display that I have over behind me, which you can't see. Uh, oh, and then there's nine, my arcade cabinet. Uh, some of them are, you know, my the four screens that I've got for my computer, and then I've got an iPad on my desk, and I've got my phone, and I didn't even consider my stream deck, which I use to control uh, what I'm looking at or what, what people see when, when they watch my stream or when they watch uh, YouTube or something. I didn't even count that. I, I'm surrounded by screens. And uh, that's right. Kodiak Moonwolf is looking behind me and he's like, 11 if you count the Game Boy. Uh, well, I also have like a Donkey Kong machine back there. But counting the screens in this room beside the point. I have a lot of screens available to me. And on almost all of them, I could easily put YouTube or Netflix or Hulu and watch those. It it, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. And I, I could be wrong about this, but I would probably venture to guess that most people who have $300 to spare for a video game console, they probably also have access to a bunch of screens as well. And probably on almost all of the screens that they have access to, they can probably also run YouTube and Hulu and Netflix and stuff like that. So I understand why Nintendo has been kind of holding off on bringing that stuff. They they really want to focus the Nintendo Switch that it is a gaming platform and it is not for everything. It's not your everything platform. It is for video games and that's all. Now, a while ago, they brought this uh, Japanese um, YouTube channel. It's not YouTube. It's some Japanese thing that I don't really remember what it's called. Uh, And then they also brought Hulu. uh, And those have been the only two. So people are still, of course, asking about Netflix and YouTube. And, And don't get me wrong. I don't want anybody to think that because I don't want those things on my switch that I don't want you to have it on your switch. I'm, I don't care if it's on your switch. That's perfectly fine. I am just of the, uh, of the mind where I just don't care if it ever comes. 
But if if it comes to the switch and it makes people happy, then there you go. Well, the reason I'm bringing all of this up is because we have rumors via Resetera, uh, which is uh, popped up after NeoGAF uh, died away. And those rumors are that we will be seeing a YouTube app uh, showing, excuse me, showing up on the Nintendo Switch on November 8th, which I I can think of better birthday presents for me, but that's okay. Uh, YouTube is coming to the Switch November 8th. This is a rumor. Uh, It says here, this randomly appears in the suggested apps of the NOA website. Switch media apps were far limited to so far limited to Nico Nico, that's that Japanese thing that I was talking about, and Hulu. Now, I don't think whether or not this is true, I have no idea whether or not this is true or not. But I do know that there's a lot of people who have been waiting for this. There are people who are excited for this. And I would just say, don't get your hopes up. Because I tried going to the website that they were talking about. I couldn't get it to come up. Maybe I was just doing something wrong. Uh, but I couldn't find YouTube on there. And I, I don't want people to be disappointed. Of course, they're only going to have to wait five days to find out if they were right or not. Um, so when I think about bringing um, content consumption apps like you know video stuff like Hulu and, and YouTube to the Switch, my, the one thing that I think about, the one thing that jumps to mind almost immediately is battery life. Sure, I could run those things on my Switch, but I would prefer to hold on to the battery for something else. Like, let's say, the new Super Smash Bros. Ultimate that is coming out in approximately one month after this YouTube app is uh, supposedly coming. I think that that is something that I would prefer to have my to have my battery reserved for I don't want to run down my battery watching YouTube apps on my switch and then when I go to play you know somebody sends me a message and they're like hey Bill um it's on we're gonna fight in in Smash Brothers and I can I'd be like oh I'm sorry I ran down my battery watching uh watching YouTube videos you know that sucks uh, uh Spidey Noir in chat says the word of the day is kid screen. And I totally get what you mean there. Some kids, that's their only that's their only screen. And I understand that. And I, I'm not against it. All I'm saying is that I don't care if YouTube comes to the N- Nintendo Switch. Um Hopple says, my only need for this would be when I'm on vacation, connecting the switch to the TV in a hotel room, then I can watch YouTube. And I get what you're saying there, Hopple, but for me, and again, I'm talking about me, I'm not talking about anybody, but my use case, I don't take my dock anywhere. My dock stays right here in my office. I've got one in the bedroom and we've got one uh, hooked up to the TV downstairs. So like the the docks never get unhooked. They're always just sitting there waiting. And all of those screens have other ways for me to watch YouTube. So if I'm going to take something with me to help me get YouTube up on the screen, I would probably pick up a Chromecast for 
20 bucks or however much they cost, plug it into the HDMI port and the hotel room, and then send it from my phone. I think that that would be a more elegant solution. It would certainly take up less room in my backpack. But again, that's just me. Um, Spidey Noir says, I'd only use the YouTube app on Switch for gaming related. My Switch wouldn't be my go-to device anyway. Um, Johnny Link says, so hotel TVs have HDMI input? They do. Yeah, they do have HDMI input. Well, I mean, I suppose you, it depends on the hotel that you go to, but every hotel that I've ever stayed in has HDMI input. Um, I'm, I want to know if you're excited for the YouTube app coming to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I, I would, I'm very curious about that. Uh, so if you're watching this on YouTube, let me know down below. If you are just listening to the podcast, then uh, email me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. Uh, you can join our community Discord at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And um, I can't think of the other way. Oh, and you can get a hold of me on Twitter at uh, runjumpstomp. So there you go, YouTube coming to the Nintendo Switch possibly on November 8th. What do you think? Diablo 3 is now on the Nintendo Switch. It came out yesterday, I believe. Yeah, it came out yesterday for the Nintendo Switch. And by all accounts, it's a, an extremely good port of a fantastic game. And if you haven't played it, you probably should. And it seems like a lot of people are saying that the Switch version is the best version because you can take it with you. Uh, but if taking it with you isn't something that you care about, then probably the PlayStation, the Xbox version would be better. I would never, I would not recommend the PC version myself. I find the console versions to be a superior experience. Now, I've said all this before, and the reason I'm talking about Diablo 3 today, even though I don't have a copy, I'm hoping to get a copy next week, but even though I don't have a copy of Diablo 3, I wanted to talk about it because there is a little bit of controversy about Diablo 3, well, there's a lot of controversy right now about Diablo in general, but I'll talk about that. Um, I talked about that on the Patreon bonus podcast, so make sure that you check that out if you haven't. Um, Diablo 3 has a little bit of controversy with the way that it is connecting to the internet. And so I want to explain exactly what's happening um, because... I don't want anybody to go out there and pick up this game not knowing this ahead of time. Uh, some people are upset because even though you can connect to, uh, l let me start over. Even let's say that you are playing solo, all right, and you want to you you pay for Nintendo Switch Online, but you don't have like a family account. You just have the single user account, and you're paying for Nintendo Switch Online. You can go online. You can play the seasons, you can play multiplayer, you're all set, everything's working, hunky-dory. Now let's say that you have a friend who is hanging out with you, and you and your friend want to play Diablo. You sit down, couch co-op, you and your friend are playing Diablo, everything's working just fine, no problem. You decide that, oh, well... I have Nintendo Switch Online, and our our third friend has Nintendo Switch Online as well. They're at their house. How about, since you're over here at my house, we'll do couch co-op, and they will connect to us. Now, here's where the problem is. If you only paid for the single 
user account, then you can't do couch co-op online. So what that means is uh, you can you can do couch co-op, but if you try and connect online, it will tell you, um, actually, I can tell you exactly what it says because it says this profile, and this is sideways, so it's kind of hard for me to read. It says this profile does not have permission to access online functionality. Do you wish to continue and play offline? Uh, so that's what happens if you are playing solo and then you bring in somebody with you who's nearby, you know, a person in the same room with you. Uh, they sit down next to you, they're playing. And if you want to connect and play with a third person who is somewhere else in the world who's online, you can't connect if you don't have the family plan. Now, I know that there's a lot of people, and, and th big thank you to at uh, that chap zap on Twitter. He's my co host on my other podcast, 78 Degrees. He doesn't have the family plan family plan on his switch, um, so he was able to test this for me. Uh, I wouldn't be able to test it even if I had Diablo three because I have the family plan, so I wouldn't be able to figure out if it works. So, both players, Kodiak Moonwolf is quoting something here. It says both players will also need Nintendo Switch online subscription or a single family subscription if you're interested in playing online with two characters. Now, there's a lot of people who say that this is a bad thing and they don't like what Nintendo, well, what Blizzard is doing here. And, and really, there's, there's no indicator that says whether or not this is coming from Nintendo or from Blizzard. Uh, but I completely disagree with those people who are upset by this. And here's why. When Nintendo sold me Nintendo Switch Online, they specifically said that if you want to go online with more than one account, then you should get the family plan. And if you want to go online with just one account, then the solo plan is for you. And when I look at that, I think that that's perfectly valid. They told us this ahead of time, and and people seem to be upset about this because some other Nintendo games kind of get around this. So let's say that you do the the single single account for the Nintendo Switch Online, and you're playing Mario Kart, and then somebody else joins you. Like like let's say that I only had the single plan. And I'm playing Mario Kart and my son walks in the room and he's like, can I play too? And I'm playing online. As far as I know, I'm pretty sure that still works. And uh, it works just fine and there's no problem. Like he can sit next to me and he can play online with me because my account is connected online. Blizzard, I think, well, I'm not sure who decided this, but someone decided that that's not how it was going to work in Diablo 3. But when Nintendo unveiled this plan, they told us that this is how it was going to work. They said, if you want to go on with online with more than one account, then you need the family plan. So it, this shouldn't have come as a huge surprise. Now, I, I do understand why people are upset about it. I do understand that. But I disagree with their reasons. I understand their reasons but I disagree with them. And I think that I probably have the unpopular opinion right now. Like most people are probably going to disagree with me on this. 
And that's okay. But I think that it is perfectly reasonable for Nintendo to say, if you want to go online with multiple accounts, you have to have online for multiple accounts. Now, that is not the way that Sony does it, although Sony charges $60. I don't know how Xbox does it because I don't have an Xbox. Um, but this is how Nintendo and Blizzard have chosen to do it. If people are upset about this and you want to let Blizzard know that you're upset about this, then by all means do so. I certainly wouldn't be upset if it was reversed and they changed it to be to where the, the, the people who are upset right now are happy. I wouldn't be upset if that happened. But I disagree that this is some kind of nefarious plot. Uh, I think that it is perfectly logical and I think it makes sense in the long run. Um, TF Wagner in chat says, I wish Nintendo would just let people upgrade from single to family for the $15 extra. I didn't know that they couldn't. Uh, Vizard Spidey Noir says, that's not cool. Kodiak Moonwolf says, that's crazy. Uh, it seems like most people, like I thought, disagree with me. Uh, but that's okay. I'm okay having an unpopular opinion. I am curious as to what you think about this. Do you think that well, of course, we don't know if it's Nintendo or Blizzard, but do you think that the powers that be are making a mistake here? And um, do you want them to change it? And do you think that they'll change it if there's any kind of backlash? Let me know. YouTube has this new feature called premiering, uh, and I'm testing it out, and I'm curious as to how it's going to work. I, I used it for my... Um, first look at Mutant Football League on the Nintendo Switch, and it was pretty cool. And the way that the premiering uh, thing works is that I upload a video, I set the day and time that that video will be released, and then YouTube pretends that it's a live stream. It's not really live, but people can watch the video for the first time together uh, at, the, at the video. So... Uh, I'm doing this for two games which are currently under embargo that I can't talk about yet. And that is Rogue Legacy and Full Metal Furies, both by the same developer. Uh, so I recorded my first looks. I uploaded them to YouTube and I set them to... Uh, I need to see exactly when they are going to be setting off. So 1.15 p.m. Okay, so uh, the Rogue Legacy video is going to be premiering in two days on November 6th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And if you follow the link in the show notes, it, there's a little button that you can click. Uh, it looks like a bell that says Set Reminder. Uh, so if you do that, you'll be able to watch it at the same time as anybody else. And so you'll be able to uh, chat with them in real time as you're watching it, which is a very interesting way for uh, YouTube to do this. Now, they're not the first ones to do that. Uh, they are the, like Twitch does this too, but people don't go to Twitch to watch uh, previously prepared videos, if that makes sense. Uh, so all I can say about these two games is that they are by the same developer and I am a big fan of Rogue Legacy on the PC. I played it a bunch on the PC. So uh, that video, um, if you go there and you click the set reminder button, uh, it premieres on November 6th at 1 p.m. I'll be at work at that time, unfortunately. 
And then 15 minutes after that, Full Metal Fury's video will also premiere. So that that's at 1.15 p.m. on the same day uh, because that's the day of the embargo. And actually, you can go there and you can chat with people who are watching it uh, ahead of time. So it's kind of cool. Uh, follow the links in the show notes. Click on that set reminder thing so that you watch those videos. Um, I can't wait to play more Rogue Legacy. And that's all I can say about it because it's under embargo. So shut up, Bill. That is all the time that we have for today. Music for today's episode can be found over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. The music for today was by Bulby. It is called Luigi's Mansion's Credit, 8-bit style. So make sure that you check that out. Uh, fantastic song, and it's going to start playing here in a second. If you didn't know, I've got a second podcast that you should check out. It's called 78 Degrees. You can find it by going to runjumpstomp.com slash 78 degrees. That's a seven and an eight like the numbers and then degrees. Uh, make sure that you check that out. Um, if you are looking for ways to support the show, uh, both 78 Degrees and Switchcraft, just review the show. Go to go to Apple Podcasts and give it five stars. Tell people that you're enjoying it. Let me know what you like, what you don't like. And uh, I'll, I read every single review that people give. So please do that if you haven't already. Um, don't forget that if you want to watch the full show, you can do so over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. That happens three days a week. If you want to watch just a bunch of videos over at YouTube, you can also check that stuff out at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. Remember to click that subscription, click that bell so that you get notifications when I post something new. If you're looking for other ways to support the show, runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Uh, lots of links there and big thank you to everybody who's already done that. Uh, just a reminder, uh, because I haven't talked about this in a, in a while because uh, we haven't done much with it recently. Um, We've got, I've got a new project that I'm working on. It's called America's Next Top Podcaster. I am one of the contestants on it. There's only 12 people uh, who are there's there's 12 contestants. I'm one of them. We're, we I, I did one interview with Brian Ibbett, who is like one of my podcasting heroes. So that was in, insane and surreal. And uh, he's at BlizzCon right now. And when he gets back from BlizzCon, we're going to start doing recording. So my time that I have is going to be even more constrained. But I will make sure to let you guys know where you can find that stuff about America's Next Top Podcaster. So you can listen and uh, see what kind of shenanigans they've got me doing. Uh, I'll let you know. And, and you can find that, I believe, uh, right now at americasnexttoppodcaster.com. Um, right now it's just placeholder stuff. There's not much information there for you, but you can bookmark that and come back later. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you guys are awesome. I will see you all soon and in, in until next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>